the uns or yeah, buns like buns a, and, and then and i try to go to un go with uns on stage and nobody wanted to use it they're like who the hell is that like yeah, it's a weird they cross it off and put just ramsey do you know do you know x he's a comedian uh malcolm x no i think his i think his actual name is, is xavier but he goes by x and uh and he signed up at point uh at um he signed as a lot one time uh-huh. And so, and I thought that someone just like wrote like an X on the on the sheet, so I crossed it out and put my name on it. <laughs> <laughs> like 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 across. Like it. I I like scribbled out the X and yeah. then I like and then I put my name a little bit on it. Uh-huh. And then uh, they called me up and then X was like X was I mean, he's like a sweet guy so he's not gonna say anything about it. But I came off stage and he's like, Yo man, like that's my name. I'm like what? Just the, just X? He's like, Yeah, that's. that's that's my, that's my well, you need a last name, man. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, what the... X-Wing. <laughs> that looks, yeah. Oh, man. Okay, let me do the intro. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the UNG Odyssey podcast. I don't, I don't know how Gump I kicked this. Here. I kicked I it. Either. Is that a don't, microphone? Don't, that's the mic, yeah. Don't, don't mess with that. What happened to the other microphone? Uh, we had complications. You broke it? Yes. You broke it. I didn't you, break it. But you tried it to have sex with it. It broke. He tried to have sex with it. Tried to have sex with it. Yeah. So, uh, I caught him. Yeah, it broke. So that's our mic for now until I get the part for the new for the old mic. Can I, they hear us? Yeah, they can hear us. Otherwise, why would we be talking? Uh, to talk. I yeah, no, nah, I wouldn't have a podcast if people can hear us. So I have to wait till I get new equipment. You, anyway, uh, so our guest today is local DFW comic Jeff Jack Freeman. I don't know why I said Jeff, Jeff Jack Freeman. Jack Freeman. I'm sorry, Jack. You guys were going on, and I just like, uh, yeah. Double J. So what's up, Jack? And uh, Gump, Gump's finally back. Gump. Hey, He's been gone hey. for a while. What's up? Um, nice to meet you, people. Yeah, sorry, he hasn't been he hasn't been able to make it as often as possible. Um, life happens. It does. It does. Jack, what's happening with your life? Dude, not much, man. Shows just shows up. Shows out the shows out of the ass, man. Right. Ton, ton of stuff. Dude. I don't I want those stuff. They're dirty. Yeah, man. It's uh, it's been it's been goofy. Um. Uh, like, I mean, but, like, all, all people, like, all comics that I talk to, like, they talk about, um, you know, like, that, it comes and goes, you know, like, you'll get, like, you'll have, like, maybe two months or so that have, like, a ton of shows, and then maybe, like, a few months that don't, like, no matter who you are, um, at least that's why I like to tell myself, and, uh, to explain why I went, like, four months without, like, you know, maybe, like, a show a week, maybe a show a week, uh, but, man, yeah, I just did the Plano Comedy Festival this last weekend. How'd that go? It was great, dude. It was, it was, it was, it was rad. Uh, I, it was Wes Corwin, Tom Smith, uh, mm-hmm. Brittany Goss putting it on. And man, it was, it was outside of this place called Hub Street in Plano. Mm-hmm. And they have this huge patio that, you know, like with, with full seating, you can see like 200 people if they have, if they have the chairs for it. And I think they actually probably do. But uh, I hosted a couple shows. I, show, I hosted the kickoff show and uh and that was lit and then on i, I hosted the nine o'clock on saturday show and that was like it was just full of people it was like good vibes like the and you know you when you think plano you don't think like good comedy audience necessarily mm-hmm. you know like you know like i mean you know like going to yeah. like the the mic on on friday nights can be hit or miss but man they were there for comedy they, they wanted to see it it was awesome was it like uh did people have to pay for tickets yeah yeah, it was a paying audience. What, was, what time was it at? In the afternoon? They, they had shows. They had like three shows a day mm-hmm. at that at that location. That and they had other stuff like the whole time, man. And uh, yeah, man. Like uh, so, like there was a show at, uh, on Saturday. I think there was a show at five o'clock, a show at seven o'clock, and a show at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. 
And I know that the 7 o'clock show was sold out. I think the 5 o'clock show was almost sold out. And then my show was, I don't know, it looked sold out. That's cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. How'd you get uh, How'd you get on there? Uh, you you just apply like like any comedy festival. You just, uh, just get, you send in a video and and uh, you know pay a fee and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like uh, it's kind of like it's almost like I don't know. Like I, I, I studied I studied writing in college and I applied to a bunch of grad schools and it kind of like I feel like like comedy festivals are kind of like grad schools, man. Because you have, you have to like it's kind of like the, it's a similar application process because you like send in some material and you have to like pay a fee and everything other places like i think planet wasn't that bad but other places can be like really expensive like 50 bucks or so to like wow yeah. you have to pay to apply it's goofy dude. Fuck. it's goofy man it's goofy but planet was i think it was I, I i think it was pretty reasonable but then uh corwin and tom smith and, and Brittany and i think they all looked at all the videos and they just selected performers Mm, that's yeah, crazy. That's cool. Can you imagine if all job applications were like that? You gotta right? pay for them. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> that would suck. Right. It's. It's. it's I'd be crazy. home like homeless, jobless, all that good stuff. Thank. I ain't paying yeah. to fucking apply. Right. That's the, that's the thing, man. And but I like it's like across. Like I I have I have not seen a single comedy festival. I think like if you're like the headliner or like a big comedian, then they you know then then you don't have to pay to do it. Um, but like at most festivals, you have to pay to right. apply, and then you um, don't get paid to perform. Yeah. Like, oh, well, you got paid to perform. No, I no. Well, that's what I'm saying. I didn't get paid. Like no one gets paid to perform. I'm I'm sure headliners. It's, get most, paid it's mostly for exposure, right? Yeah, it's exposure. It's a credit, you know. Mm-hmm. So like now now I can say that I've been at Plano Comedy Festival, uh, which is great. I'm really proud of that, and um, you know a lot of. Uh, but like you know, whenever like you go to like a, a show at like Backdoor Comedy or any other mm-hmm. like a hy- hyenas playing at, or um, the Improv, like any of these places, man, like you know the credits that you talk about when you're when you go up on stage, like the credits are often festivals, TV appearances, stuff like that. Um, That's probably why I haven't done a festival yet because I haven't uh, applied to one to to where it pays. Yeah, well, you just have to apply. I never, I never see them on on. Well, I see them on Facebook, and they say apply, and then send in the video. I can never figure out how to get the video on there. All right, yeah. I think you just have to. Do you have? Do you have? Do you have uh, your videos up on YouTube? No. Yeah, you have to put something up on like YouTube or Vimeo, and then you just send it. In, send in the link. I need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm hiring somebody to do that for me. So okay. she's gonna take over that, and she's gonna start putting a bunch of stuff. She's gonna start a website for me. How long have you been doing it now? Doing what? The comedy stuff. Almost. Uh, if we're going by actual month, about month, a year and six months. But if we're going by length, it'd be two years ago. Start putting your shit up, stupid. Well, I mean, I do this and I put it on YouTube. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, good, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I still haven't got my last video, though, from the last showcase I did two weeks ago with, uh... Were you on a, uh... From Brad, or Brad? Oh, Brad, was it a, a Bachelor showcase? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just talk to Brad about it. Yeah, I'll send him a I said, you know what? I did send him a text. I sent him a text. He never responded. Maybe I get on Facebook and hit him up. Yeah, man, th- those shows are great because I mean, you get a free video, obviously, but then like that's also like that's at like hyenas. That's mm-hmm. at um, so like you you have that stage, but then it's also you like usually a huge audience, man. Like you know, if you can be at like hyenas, like Fort Worth, 150 people in the, that room, man, and get them laughing, dude. It's yeah, yeah, great. you get a good audience over there. That's a good thing about the showcases. Yeah. And why, like, people say they're not, they don't know if they're ready for showcases, like, just do it, because you know, yeah, a see. full room of people is always yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first showcase, and, and 
Yeah, I mean, like, if you're if you're just going to open mics and you're eating shit all the time and you're like, you know, I don't know if I don't know if this is for me. You got to do like a showcase like that because then you're like, oh yeah, no, I can make I can make people laugh. Can make people laugh. I, that's I what they're there for, and they're paid yeah. to go and laugh, and they've been drinking a little bit. Yeah, they've they've been drinking. And open mics, no, not everybody's paying attention, and they're like, I didn't yeah, pay for this, so I'm just gonna sit here and talk to this bitch with the big titties. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, and, and we get it though. As comedians, yeah, we're like, totally we're like, yeah, it. we would not listen to us either. <laughs> we, if we were you, we would we would be annoyed that we would be that mm-hmm. we would be on stage. So yeah. And half it. the audience is your comics that you perform with anyway, so they right. already know your acting. They, they already know your acting. Uh, there's people who I've known since the very beginning are still doing the same act at open mics, yeah. but and I, I'm not complaining about it. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, how am I supposed to sit here and and still laugh at this stuff when I keep watching it over and over? Was it funny the first time? Yeah. The first couple times, it's still funny. Even every so often, I'll still catch it and be like, yeah, I remember the still funny parts to that. But like, um, but that's how open mics are, so. Yeah. But a real audience that hasn't seen it, or even better yet, if you can travel somewhere out of state to people who haven't yeah, seen man. your comedy that's great have you done that yet have you gone out of state to do comedy yeah yeah i went to kansas city a few weeks ago three weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, and i performed uh, i performed at this place called groundhog day theater in uh just north of kansas city man yeah i mean it's 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 exactly what you say man it's like you know it's paying going in front of a paid audience in another state people i mean obviously they haven't heard your shit before but then also they're you know, it's like, it's like, holy shit, I can make people laugh in other states. Like, mm-hmm. this translates to other places. Like, that's when it starts to kind of, like, you know, I don't know. For me, it started to be like, oh, this is what a career might look like in the distant future. It's like this idea that, like, oh, I can make someone laugh in Kansas City. I can make someone laugh maybe in Chicago or in mm-hmm. you know, wherever. You know? Yeah, it's great stuff, man. You gotta go out. That's comics in the area need to go somewhere every once in a while to, to, to kind of, like, renew that feeling of of getting laughs and, and kind of boost your self confidence, also, you know. But also put, push yourself, man. Uh, do, you know Pong? Yeah, I know Pong. Man, I was talking to Pong about uh, he does a bunch of man. He's all over the place. He's, he's incredible, man. And he he went to Oklahoma. He went on this trip with uh, you know Carrie Cool Trip. Mm-hmm, okay. He he and Carrie. So Carrie, do you know Carrie? Uh, I don't know, know if you, you're in the comedy Carrie, yeah. Okay. Carrie, man, these so Pong and Carrie Cool Trip. It's like the like it's it's almost like a police a police. <laughs> cop movie nah. from like the 80s. Opposites. It's complete yeah. opposites. Yeah. Like they're just like the <laughs> Fung Dung and Carriage Culture. It's like, like Yeah, they're really, really different. Completely opposites. But get, like I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, let's, 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 let's give them a, de- a uh, an idea. Pong is very like monotone, very kinda I wouldn't say he's slow moving. He's just not one of those guys that's just like very energetic when you tell him Carrie is the exact opposite. Who's running around all the time? He's like a li- he's like what's his name? Uh, fucking that famous comedian right now, uh, black dude. That nerves it down. Come on, man. <laughs> the little guy. Carrot top. No, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of like a Kevin Hart. You should tell him that. that, that. I'm pretty sure he hears that all the time. Carrie's a guy. Because yeah. he's kind of like uh, this like, short black Carrie guy, Coulter. and he has like this crazy energy, and like yeah, I mean he's not as like. Like, I, I feel like Kevin Hart's, like, loud, and, and Carrie's not, like, super loud, but, like, he's... No, like, he's, but he's, like, all, he's, like, out, yeah. outland, like, the things that go through his mind, 
It's yeah. just like, what the hell were you thinking about? But completely unique. And that's why he's so that's mm-hmm. why he's such a good comedian, is that he just goes up on stage and he's just like channeling and he has material he does material, but his material is just so unique and that's just so funny. Yeah, somebody said the other day like they've never seen Carrie do the same uh, the same show twice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's fair. Because he, he probably does somewhat the same thing, but changes it up, and it so, just looks completely different. Yeah. Um, but uh, Anyway, so they, they went on a trip to, to, I don't know if it was just the two of them or if they had anyone else, and they went up to, like, this, like, show in um, in Oklahoma, like, in, like, the, the boonies of Oklahoma. And just imagine, like, this, like, a tiny little black guy with, like, sideways, like, like, like literally a Kevin Hart character, and then, uh, and then a tiny little Chinese guy, and they're just like they just go up together into like the boonies of Oklahoma, and they're like driving around. They're trying to find the gig, and and uh, and they stop at like a gas station, and gas. And they're like, hey, you know, we're we're these comedians. We're looking for this for this gig, and they kind of point to a trailer out back, and they're like, oh, it's it's there, and so they go into like this trailer, and the trailer's just filled with like rednecks and they're all like they're all and like the entire town knew that the show was happening and they all came to see these these guys okay i, I think there was one i can't remember who the other comedian was well the good um, thing is that they knew who they're going to see because they're gonna they wouldn't be too surprised with a guy named peng yeah like yeah this guy like yeah p-e-n-g-d-e-n-g like they they knew he's like you know they knew he's gonna be like yeah they knew he was not guy. gonna be a white dude Peng <laughs> Deng yeah it's like it looks like Peng Deng but it's like it's Peng Dong yeah man and oh, but ser- seriously man I can't I can't speak highly enough of, of him or, or oh Perry. dude I like saw Perry. him at hyenas last Friday in Plano man. oh yeah he did great he's just he's on he another did level great man. he's and and he's another he's another cat who he just like every single week he he has new set like he's he's on it he's just writing all the time which is incredible. So yeah, he's they really good at writing. They do their show and uh, and the sh- the show does great and it's and it's mostly you wouldn't think so because like they're like you know completely out of place in like a trailer in like <laughs> like the meth capital of the world. You know? <laughs> yeah. But they they just do great. I think it's I think it's just because like those two they're they're just like so earnest and like mm-hmm. they're just like they're just so there, um, and they're not like and neither like both of them just they just like they just they're just so funny. They're not like. Like I, I'm so I, like I I I just do this like clever bullshit like on stage. It's just not like I I, I have to like find the funny. Those two guys they're just on the funny all the time. They're yeah. And I, yeah. I think that's why they, they did they did great. But anyway, I would I, I probably would have been dumb enough to do my uh, Leonard Skinner bit. Right, in I would of all of them. I would have done my. Uh, do you know my Motley Crue bit? Uh no, which one is that one? It's uh it's uh it's I might just, know actually. It's just that I say that I say that uh that uh, I say that. Uh, Nikki Six, who's the bassist, you guys know. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Nikki Six, over, like I say in the bit, Nikki Six overdosed and died four times from heroin. Mm-hmm. He was brought back from death four times, which my, in my book makes him three times better than Jesus. <laughs> oh yeah. Because like Nikki Six did it definitely four times. Jesus did it once, maybe. Like you know, like maybe. that type of bullshit. So and and if if there are any Christians in the crowd, the Christians just come. You know, like, tilt head. They, tilt they turn head. into chickens or dogs. Yeah, yeah. Confused dog. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah, I would have done some stupid, some stupid bullshit like that. Uh, but what I was gonna say about that is that man, like, going, but what to your point, man? It's just like going out of town. It makes you, it makes you feel good because you can make other people laugh. You can make people laugh out of town. But then it also pushes you because you gotta, you gotta adapt. And man, like I, I hear this on other podcasts all the time. It's this idea that, like, when you're a traveling comedian, 
like people people in like the boonies of Oklahoma, they have no time for your bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like they they are here for the funny. You gotta be funny. You gotta be quick. You gotta be like authentic. You know, like people in like Omaha, whatever. Like these like these like random ass towns in the Midwest, man. They're they're like paying twenty bucks to see you. You gotta be funny. You you think yeah, and that might and, and also you gotta take into consideration that that might be their highlight of like the month. Exactly, man. Yeah, these people don't see stuff like that every so often. That's why everybody exactly. comes out to do it when when they're there and. Yeah. If you bomb, they're gonna be upset. Yeah. And you got the whole town upset at you. It's the whole pitchforks and fire <laughs> Dude, torches. They're gonna put you up. They're gonna. There's gonna be a cross burning that night. Like, <laughs> like, and you might be on. It's it, it's yeah, man. It's but it is it is kind of that. It's like it's like oh shit, I can't just like I can't just like fuck around on stage. I gotta be. I gotta I gotta bring it. You know, every single time. That's yeah. a cool. That's a screw. Like if I knew what I would have to do. To, to travel on like if I could go somewhere on the weekend to do comedy go gas in your I car I would totally find somewhere to, like find I would totally go somewhere I just need I guess I need to talk to the right people about where I can go yeah, I can just there. go somewhere just fucking go well, I can't just get in my car point at the fucking map and bam that's where just, I'm going yeah but if I go there and I'm, okay well we'll call around and like bam and then call that area yeah that's the thing whatever. I don't know anything about booking but man a ton of places even places I'm from Wichita even places like Wichita man like they have there there's a scene they're, you know, like a lot of those places have, they have Facebook pages, just like DFW comedians. Like they have, they have, you know, you can hit up those pages and say like, Hey, I'm a comedian from Dallas. Here's like, and then put a, like put a video on it. Let them show them like what's that. And, but you can do it, man. Yeah. I, I just yeah. need, I just, yeah, I need to figure it out. Yeah. Wichita. Wichita. I'm not a Wichita. Which, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to dignify so, <laughs> Is that, that has to be like a Indian name, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually, uh, it's uh, Wichita. It's the, it's the tribe. It's the tribe. Uh, cool. Okay. So yeah. how long have you been doing comedy now? Uh, it's kind of similar to, to what you said. Uh, yeah, same thing. You know, if I did if I did it, like, straight up from the time that I started, I started in December of 2017, mm-hmm. so over a year and a half. But then in terms of the actual time that I've been doing it, uh, just over a year. Because I, I, I did a few mics in, like, December, January of last year. Uh, and then I took like a six month break and then I, and then I really got into it. So I kind of consider like my real start date, like, uh, uh, like June 15th of last year. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause, uh, was it hard coming back from that break? Not really. Mostly because no one, like no one, it was just, it kind of just felt like, rest- like I, I didn't do anything, you know, I wasn't, okay. I wasn't good <laughs> at all. Like I'm still not. And, but like then, then I was like, you know, I was just talking about like, stupid stuff no one was laughing at all mm-hmm. so no one missed me when i stopped <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry jack and then no, no it's no one but no one would and you're, then, you're describing my break from this podcast to the t it's like i'm not funny i'm just stupid i it's don't just care that, yeah yeah it's just like i'm kind of here like my yeah. biggest my best quality as a comedian was like i was there technically mm-hmm. yeah and then you um, filled a spot <laughs> Yeah, and, and I had like a, yeah, man, I had like a mental breakdown, and I couldn't, I just couldn't do comedy for like six months, and then I got back into it, and, um, and when I, when I restarted, it felt like I was like doing it for the right reasons, I was, I was like, you know, I, I was here because I wanted, you know, I wanted to do it, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been taking a different step to my writing process, and I, I'm, I'm just utilizing my videos more, and my recordings more, and sitting down. And listening to them, it's hard. It's so hard to listen to yourself, man. It, it sucks listening to yourself. You sound like such a, or I sound like such a douchebag when I Dare listen to myself. Do. Real. 
I was like, oh, oh see, my God. We're, we're all thinking of this. Yeah. Like, now you're here. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking hate listening so to this like, douchebag talk so right now. I've been watching a lot of the Tyson podcast, the Mike Tyson podcast. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's comedians that go on there or whatever. They say they practice a lot. Uh, like, I hear a lot of practice in the mirror. Not that I know of anything, but, you know. Yeah. That's what I hear. I don't know. Yeah, practicing. When I first started, that's how. Or like, just that's how like I, you're doing mm-hmm. same shit. Like, did you do the same thing when, uh, when you when you first went up? Did you like before you went up? Did you write out your material and then memorize it first and then go up, or how um, did you do it that first th- time? I would first I would come up with what I want to talk about, then go on stage and then just start letting it go, just whatever. I oh, just talking however you. Would. Yeah, but I, but I try to stay close to what that subject is. Yeah, and then. Um, but then I would like come back later on and I would do it again, but I just completely change it uh-huh. and like totally disregard what I got last on in the other one on one set on one bit on one version and then do it a whole different way in a different version. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'd get laughs on that version maybe here and there. But if I would have just taken what I got laughs on the first time, mix it in with the new stuff, I would have had even more laughs, but I right. didn't do that. So right. now I'm trying to do that more where I get, I do like, I'll do the same thing like three or four times. Yeah. And then each time I'll listen to all of them and then write down what was funny, what did hit, and then dis- disregard the scraps. You know, there's always exactly. scraps when you do a bit that you just want to do it. All the time. <clears throat> but I'm still I'm still doing doing it where I go up there with an idea and then just whatever pops in my head, just talk about it at first. Right. And then change it later on. Because, you know, after you do a set, later on you get hit with other ideas. You're like, oh, I could have done this or I could have done that. Like, I have... My next showcase, uh, September 29th, I totally know what I want to do, and I know Is that exactly. another Bitchload showcase? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, I have exact. I've been doing it kind of at the hyenas and whatnot, good. and the end of it, it seems like I've got a pretty good ending to end it, so I'm going to do that one on the showcase, and, but this one, I, I totally changed a lot, so. Yeah, uh, How many times do you go up a week? To open mics? Yeah. Oh, oh. Probably about eight or nine. Great, dude. Yeah. Yeah. If I can make yeah. two, uh, if I can make, uh, what is it? I try to do Gretchen's and Hyenas in Fort Worth. Uh-huh. I try to do those two. And then tomorrow, um, Rippy, Zach Rippy, Smoking Mike, and yeah. also Mona's at Twilight. And yeah. tonight I'm going to, uh, to, uh, Mass. Mass. I signed up at Mass. Oh, oh. I'm also going to go to... I'm trying to see if I can go to Phillips. See Phil's Garage. Yeah, Phillips yeah. Garage. Have you gone... You haven't gone to it. I, I went gone. to the last one. Yeah, that, that was the first one. How um, was it? It was good? I liked it. It was very intimate because there was only so many people there. It was sure. only like eight of us. Yeah. But it felt good. It felt nice. And they smoked a little bit of weed and they got kind of high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's Phil's Garage. <laughs> You I ask, did it. Hit I him did. up. Hit him up about being on a show, because he he runs those those shows on the month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and man, those are those are some of the funnest shows you can do in DFW, man. They're so much fun, dude. Yeah. Everyone's smoking. Everyone's just like everyone's like, uh, you know, drinking too. So, man, it's just like, ah, uh, dude. I, I some of my some of my favorite comedy memories have been like doing those shows when they first started back in like February or March or whatever. Yeah, man. I don't know if I sh- if I was if I should wait for him to ask me if I should be on it or if I should just ask him. No, hit him up. Because um, the worst thing he can say the worst thing he can say is no. But with all these bookers, man, you got to you got to talk to them because they don't know 
They don't know that you're looking. They don't know that you're wanting to, to perform. They wouldn't oh, know okay. that you're available. Like, they, come on, man. That's like, real. Why would you uh, not ask? Because I don't. I don't cause, how would, cause why would they ask you? Because like, he's a they friend. Ask? Oh, and I got when you. When it comes to being a friend, it kind of yeah. sounds like I want to do things just because he's my friend. And maybe now you got to you got to suck his dick to get on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to open up your old butthole. I guess so. Well, he's coming on the podcast in, in a week or and a half. There so you I'll go. Ask him then. That's a good time when he's Look, on man. camera. He can't see nothing. <laughs> and it'd be his second time available. being here. So I'd be like, "Come on, Phil. Come on. You've been on here twice already. Let's do this." Get me on one of your shows. No, I mean, he understands, dude. Yeah. yeah. Probably, he, <clears throat> I mean, I don't see why he... Well, yeah. But that's what, Just that's ask. What, who cares? That's what Just, all comedy is. Is like We're all friends with like with these people who also run shows, who also run mics and stuff, so you just gotta hit them up. Yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. You know what? Uh, are you gonna go to Phil's garage tonight? No, dude. I'm just going home. You're just gonna go home? Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go to Phil's tonight. Yeah. Uh, just hit him up. I'll wait. I'll, I'll, uh, I should probably check now to log on. I'll, I'll just show up. He probably yeah, will he'd be like, he'd be like, all right, three people showed up. <laughs> then I show up and yeah. yeah. All right, so, but like as far as the writing process, do you do anything special that's maybe different than other people or? No, uh, you uh, record all your sets. I record all my sets. I listen to all my sets a lot. <laughs> like uh, it's it's kind of obsessive. Like I'll, I'll just sit at work the next day and like listen to a set like three or four times. Um, it's, it's actually kind of sad how, how bad I am given how much I listen to my sets and how much I write. No, it, it, exactly. no, like I'm, I'm fine, but like, but like, like it's kind of like, I'm like literally listening to every single set m- multiple times trying to figure out, like trying to, like, I feel like, I feel like Tom Hanks and the Da Vinci Code just, you know, just like playing around with like every little thing and like, um, the thing is, the thing is, I'm sure you know this, is, like, you can, like, listen to a set, you can write however much you want, but then when you go on stage, I, I'll go on stage the next night and do the exact same mistakes and just forget, I'll just forget. It's yeah. probably just nerves as soon as you hit it that, is. you know? Yeah. It's, the, it's the adrenaline, it's the nerves, mm-hmm. it's that you have, like, I, I'll forget, like, new jokes that I've written that I know that I want to put on, I'll just forget them on stage if I don't have a set list or something and, and everything. I don't think that I do anything different that um, than most people I think I, I probably write it out more than most people, um, but that's just like from my from my background. Like I, I just want to write it out all out to see how it, and then and then almost like straight memorize it like from the page and then try to do it on stage. Yeah, I can't yeah. I can't do that. Like I have a hard time doing that. I shouldn't <clears> say I can't do <throat> it. I have a hard time doing when I write something down and then going on stage and, and actually doing it how I have it written down. Mm-hmm. Because while I'm up there, it just. It sometimes doesn't feel right, so I kind of right. just I'll say something else, and that's one issue I have with watching other comics when they're up, because sure. then they'll make me rethink what I already have written, sure. and then watching it's so hard to stay focused on that page. Yeah, <clears throat> and yeah, and yeah, sometimes I just feel like it's scripted, and I don't, and I, and when I'm on stage and I do it exactly how the paper is, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel right. Like as me as how I'm doing it, it's just right. I feel scripted, and I'm just. Yo, that that's what, but that's what a lot of comedians talk about. Like, is that mm-hmm. is that, um, so the comedians who write the thing, like the, the people for comedians who write it out, like me, like our challenge is to is to do it from that perspective, but then to make it sound like it's conversational, to make it sound like it's coming off the top of our head, mm-hmm. you know, and then for comedians who who more so like I don't know, write on the stage or however you want to describe it, like for them it's the the challenge is is cutting things down and getting it tight. You know, getting stuff that you're just like talking, 
but you also want it to be tight. You want to cut off all of the all of the stuff that doesn't work, um, and you want to be even when you're just riffing. You want to be you want to be you know hitting it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just the, yeah. So I, I'm I'm kind of in the same way. I've kind of gone much more to like writing less and then just kind of talking it out on stage more. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm just not as good at that. I, I'm much better about writing things out, and it also helps me. It also helps me like write out um, write out like actual like jokes, like joke structure almost, like kind of like think about it much more of like punch, uh, like set up punchline, set up punchline. That that helps me a lot more uh, get out of my, get like forget. So say I have like a story about like something. I have a story about Aldi that I'm working on. And my problem right now is that like, like when I go, go up on stage, I don't really know what's funny about it. Like I'm kind of like telling the joke and I'm telling the story mm-hmm. and that people are kind of like bored by it. It's, a, it's just bad right now. I don't know how to make it funny. And the problem is that like people laugh at specific points, but now I have to go back and listen to it, transcribe it, write write it all out, and then figure out what's funny about it, and then literally just cut everything else about it. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So like a a four minute story about Aldi just turns into like a fifteen second little thing about like, hey, a dude stole my shopping cart. You know, it's like at Aldi, like you know, like have fun with that quarter, dude. You know, it's like something you know, just like that. But I feel like that's that's inefficient. That's not the best way to write, but that's just whenever I write on stage, that's what it looks like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. A lot of times there is, uh, when I'm on stage and I have something I want to talk about, there's a lot of rambling, <laughs> a lot of rambling, but then th- sometimes, yeah, you get the laughs out of certain things you say and you got to remember that part. Yeah. And right. That's the part you want to keep and everything else. Yeah. Is well that, and that's why you listen to the set, especially if you're, if you're kind of rambling on stage, like listen to it. And, mm-hmm. and like you said, like just paying attention wherever they laugh, focus on that. Maybe write that part out more. And then parts where they're not laughing, just just cut it. You don't have time for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. So as far as that, looks like we've summarized our comedy aspect. What other th- interests do you have in life? Uh, dude, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of all over the place. Um, so in in college, I studied uh, creative writing. Mm-hmm. So I was into, which is part of the reason why I write so much uh, from from the comedy perspective is that I'm coming from like a writing perspective in general. So poetry writing is like what I did back in school. Yeah. And I still do, but for myself more, more so. Um, so I, I'm a big writer, um, and reader, um, which is kind of how I spend, I, I like to say that I spend my time reading what I actually spend my time on is Assassin's Creed. <laughs> it's the same like thing. It's the same, thing. It's, the same thing. it's so. It's creative. a book. Oh, so it's so. Creative. So you like to play games? Are you, are you like awesome. deep in gaming or just semi into the certain ones? You, you I, I'm, 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 I'm a casual, intense gamer. Where I'm like, I'm not, I'm not competitive at all. I'm shit on any shooters. I can't do anything. Yeah. So bad. you're, you're an RPG role playing type of guy. Kind of, but I also don't like how much time they take. That's the thing is that, like, I, I want to be able to, like, just do, like, play for, like, maybe two hours or something yeah. and feel like I had a good time. But oh, on Assassin's Creed, you. I want to play for, like, you know, I could spend the entire, I could play, I could spend six hours on Assassin's Creed. They, they are long. You know? You, you ever play uh, Elder Scrolls? Dude, I played Elder Scrolls when it came out. The very first one? Like, on the computer? very first, Wow. Yeah. So, I remember when Skyrim came out, my brother bought it, and he's like, I, I don't have time to play this, so... I had the day off. He's like, here. Yeah. I played 20 hours straight, and I did no missions. You, you were just... I just wanted to see the world. It's, that's, it's that's so what awesome. Creed is like. <laughs> that's what... Because like, like Grand Theft Auto type. Grand Theft you know? Auto, any of those things. Especially, I mean, Grand Theft... Have you played 5? Five? Uh, 5? Grand Theft Auto 4? Yeah. yeah. That's what... These these games now, man, these open world 
games, they're just like, they're so detailed. There's so much happening, man. Like they're, they play right now I'm on Assassin's Creed Unity, which is like French Revolution. And man, you're just like walking around, you're just like going into houses and there are people doing shit in these houses. And I'm just like, like, like standing around just like, watching yeah, just watching, yep. watching you ever kill I, I first started watching computer uh, graphic people in Grand Theft Auto 3. Uh, in Grand Theft Auto 3, you'll just stand there, and there'll just be people walking by, and then they'll just say the dumbest shit, and I love it. <laughs> Wouldn't they, like, push right into each other and Yeah, they, would, they would start fighting, but no, there would be, the conversation was the best, because they'd walk, and I thought she was my second cousin, <laughs> and they keep, and they keep going. I was like, I was like, what the, who the fuck wrote this shit? <laughs> and then, like, you know, just. Uh, I had, when I started doing comedy, I was, before I started, I was playing, what was that game? I'm playing, uh, part, the, uh, the one where they're in the, the radio Oh, Fallout, 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 Fallout 3 four, or 4, four. Fallout 4. I was playing, I had like 60 hours into it. It might have been 3. Then I, no, no, it was 4. Okay. On the PS4. And I started, um, then I started doing comedy and I had to completely stop playing games. Yeah. Because it was, it was stopping me from doing anything. I, I'm that guy that if I start playing something and I like it and I allow myself to play it, yeah. I can play it and, and forget about everything else. Oh, I was supposed to go to work today. Oh, my daughter's at school and she's waiting for me to pick her up. It's only been four hours. She could wait another hour. Like, oh, it's just oh, bad. My daughter's still in the car. Yeah. <laughs> Stuff like that, yeah. yeah. Oh, I just shit myself bad. six hours ago. You know, just... Games are dangerous for people. Who yeah, want they can. Like, their life. I, I got I got an addictive personality, so it's a have problem. Have you done VR? Have you have you used PS? Uh, porno yeah. only. I haven't done a VR yet. Dude, it's it's getting. You it's cut getting, me off. You're like okay, and then Ruben. <laughs> it's it's getting goofy, man. Like there, yeah. it, It's really it's really unsettling what what you can do in VR now. There, there's a video. I don't know if I showed it to you. Um, mm. it's a video of a guy with and a sword, and he goes after people. But apparently you can grab somehow. So he's grabbing these people and throwing them. And it's it's just awesome. It's It looked so fun. I want to play it. Weird. Yeah. I think but, that's, it's, but that's kind of like, I, I was thinking about that from the from the perspective of like, of like holy shit, like you can do, you can already do like in Grand Theft Auto, you can do some fucked up shit in, in, in Grand Theft Auto. You know, you can, you can do crazy stuff. Yeah. But yeah. then when you're in VR doing that stuff, then it's like you're adding like the physicality. So you could be like, like killing stabbing people <laughs> yeah. like shooting civilians I got the motion down who do you want to kill like, I mean don't even start in like VR porn and like that like, what's happening with that dude you can do so much you can do so much and it's only gonna get like more realistic over time and man I was thinking about that cause uh cause like same thing like if I'm like in Assassin's Creed or something and like there's a difference between me like killing a civilian like kind of like doing like this mm-hmm. and then being like actually like Wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the actual like, hand motion. Somebody walks in while you got somebody on the floor. You're just going. Like, yeah. <laughs> then somebody walks in like, what the hell? Well, are that you was doing? Uh, that's on. Uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. You watch that? Well, they have a VR, oh, and he's all like, "You shot the kid!" And he's like, "Doing this," and he's like, "Give it." <laughs> and then there's a guy watching uh, yeah. Dennis. He's like, he's blowing the guy again. <laughs> and, that, it, and he's already like the gay character of the show. Yeah, yeah. So they just oh, like, Mac? yeah. Oh, Mac. Well, you know what's what's gonna happen is that is that like a dude's gonna be like he's gonna have his like VR shit on and everything, mm-hmm. and then he's gonna be like he's gonna be like in the corner like like going like this, <laughs> and then his girlfriend's gonna like walk in and be like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "Nothing." Almost <laughs> done. Like, 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 almost almost like done. <laughs> 
There's gonna be five. There's gonna be splooge everywhere now. There isn't already. Rowan machine, give me five minutes. But that is crazy. Things are starting to do with VR, and my boyfriend works out naked. I recently heard one of those guys that was on the Rogan podcast, and they're trying to figure out how they can have the VR. To where it has cameras and sensors, and it, you can use your whole living room and everything in your in your house uh-huh. would be part of the simulation. So you actually wouldn't run into anything and whatnot. But, have right. you have you seen those where it's a ball that you're getting in? And it, I mean, it's not home for home, but you know those rich rich people or whatever. It's a ball in a VR, and you're just you're walking on a treadmill, and you can do all this, and you're floating. Oh no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, one. you're floating. Yeah, that's like it. That's like the really like advanced belt, stuff. Like belt yeah. and everything. That's what? like the really advanced yeah. stuff. Where, to where you don't run into stuff. You can, you're just can in you place. Fly, like just going to fly I'm, I'm sure you can. I don't, I'm not familiar with it. Like if, you're, if you're on like, um, if you're on, so if you're using like the PlayStation VR, then like, like to move, you use like a joystick or something to, mm-hmm. to move your character in world. But then with that type of VR, then you actually like physically move. You are, you're like using your legs to, to manipulate the character in the world. So like you're having like did a you, completely did, different Did you ever watch that movie, Raider Player One? No, but it's like it's. I, I think That's, it's. They're making stuff like that. The suit. It's gonna be clunky, of course. Yeah. Not as smooth as it was in the show in the movie. Yeah. But they're making actual suits to where like you can feel the pressure of certain things when something happens to your body. And Terrifying. Uh, it's Black Mirror. You guys watch Black Mirror? Not yet. I did. I, I watched hear it's Black good. Did, okay, here's the thing. Did you watch the? You probably, I'm not sure. Did you watch the new Child's Play movie? Not yet. You should watch it because it's Terminator. It's. No, it, it's, it, to me, Child's Play was pretty so much like, like a really, Chucky. really, uh, yeah. yeah. It's like it was like a really long and well, kind of slight. The acting was still pretty shitty, but a really long version of a Black Mirror episode. What, what do you pretty think? Pretty much what it was. What do you think of uh, the voice acting? It was um, what's his name? The guy from Star Wars, the Joker. Oh, uh, uh, oh, Mark Hamill. Mark, Mark Hamill. Hamill. What'd you yeah. think of the voice? It sounded good, um, uh, but you know they made him sound glitchy at points because oh, that's yeah. the, what he was supposed to be having problems with. His, his yeah. AI, <clears throat> but I didn't know it was, uh, that he was going to be AI. Like our, the whole thing was AI, so that's what made it very Black Mirror-ish. Yeah, because his AI was kind of learning. Well, but you, have you seen the new season of Black Mirror? I haven't. Not yet. Once, oh shit! There's there's an episode. I'll, I'll like have like a light spoiler. Is it's that not my spoilers? Is yeah, that this guy? Is that this guy? Uh, he gets a um, he gets like kind of like a VR type of uh, type of tech for a video game, uh, where you put it on your forehead and uh-huh. it really immerses you into the world, and you kind of like uh-huh. you kind of like kind of like slump down in your chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're on heroin. <laughs> yeah, literally, like like it looks like this, and then like and then they cut to the actual video game where the dude is uh-huh. is. And they bury him and he wakes Wait, up in a coffin. I think dude, I have seen that episode. <laughs> it's. And so what happens is that he he and his bro are playing uh, like a Street Fighter type of game where yeah. they're both uh, they're both like characters in Street Fighter. One of them is a female character. One of them is a male character. And they start fondling themselves. They start they start having sex uh, like in the game, and they're like these two bros like 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 knowing each other for years. They're like you know. Like, do they know that or do they not know that? No, they know it. Oh, so, that so makes it weird, isn't yeah. it? Okay, so if they didn't know it, that'd be kind of cool. Dude, I mean, not kind of no, cool. It would. It'd be it's so different. complicated, man. Mm. It's so it it, you, it made you, it made me uncomfortable, but it was also kind of like uh like uh you know like 
man, which of my bros would I do? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> who, who would the girl be if, if yeah, I was yeah, the I guy? Was, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I'm <laughs> or would I be the girl? Would I? <laughs> I, mean, I was like, I need a friend. I need to find a friend like that who can also keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. It's like a. Uh, that's like, it kind of feels like, uh, you know, I, well, I, I also went to summer camp, you know, like that's yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, but yeah, VR, VR, I don't think we're too far away from that, man. Maybe like another 10, 15 years. The, the VR, like, I, I, I think it's all cool until you start doing like that type of thing where like the, the, the tech in that episode was mm-hmm. something that you literally, it looks like a little like button and you put the button on your forehead and yeah. then it like immerses your entire consciousness in this video game. There's another, there's another one, another episode of Black Mirror um, about these two old women who uh, they've like uploaded their consciousness to like a program and it's like this thing that you can, it's a service that you can buy mm-hmm. instead of, in, like when your body dies, they upload your consciousness wow, into, into, like, into a computer <laughs> and then your consciousness just lives on forever. And like they live in like this like... That's kind of like the bad guy from uh, Captain America. The first movie, it's, Red it's, Skull. No, the uh, the other guy, the 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 little, the scientist dude. Oh, yeah, the sci- oh, whatever. I put him yeah. into the computer, like a supercomputer. You know and, that uh, guy played Dobby. You know that actor played Dobby. He did Dobby for real. Yeah, that guy. That was the, Dobby. Yeah, that little. You know that. that I can't believe guy. they fucking killed Dobby, dude. You're still so bad. Just that. It's like, like are you fucking sick? Not <laughs> fucking Dobby, dude. Kill Ron. <laughs> fuck Ron. Yeah, fuck Ron. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on, the gingers always die. <laughs> they fucking killed Dobby. Well, I mean, he was. He was like, a fucking slave. So bad. <laughs> He was a fucking slave. He was a slave. And then he got freed. And you kill the fucking slave that was freed, oh, dude? No, you don't do that. <laughs> it was a woman writer, wasn't it? Of course. Oh, yeah. Hateful. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. The point is, the point, yeah, you're, now, now you're going to be fired from SNL. Oh, uh, yeah, who cares? Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're not hosting the Oscars. You're not hosting the Oscars. Oh, there you go. Because yeah. of that comment. Was it Kevin Hart? Your Twitter band. I thought it was what a gay bash thing. What do they call it? Black band? Black ball? Or dark band, something when you blacklisted. Blacklisted, there you go. Yeah. We'll call it blackboard. Blackboard. I like blackboard. <laughs> You're blacklisted. I've painted a black media. before. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I oh man, I made a mistake today. Uh, you on painted Facebook. Your no, I, I they said this article about um, this transgender boy who won wrestling, won you females yeah. championship with uh, twice. Yeah, what and I was saying? all like, I was all like, man, fuck that guy or girl. Whatever she she is, but fuck that person. And then they're like, they're like, oh no, he's being forced to wrestle with girls because of school. And I was like, whoops, my bad. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I got it mistaken with a different uh, article that I've heard of where the guy has, you know, obviously has a sex change. So because he wants to compete with women. Uh-huh. Uh, and oh, so like, it was a girl turned into a guy and she wins? No, no, it was a, it was a guy going transgender into a girl. But he's like still in high school. So the school made him wrestle with girls instead of wrestling with guys because he's trying trying because he's you know yeah because she identifies as a girl so yeah. then they're like yeah yeah man it's, but like in other yeah. sports there's guys who are uh, purposely transgendering to female and then playing the sport with other females and then dominating like there's a there's a I think there's like a, a, a what are those people who heavy lifters not heavy lifters. <clears throat> like the strongman type lifting? of competition, yeah. There's one that's that that's male transgendered to a female, and now he's like breaking all kinds of records. 
And like that's that's it's, not right. It's it's tough. It's really it's really. I, I feel like like whenever I, I, I hear shit like that, I think like in like fifty years we're gonna like look back on this and think like, man, we were just trying to figure it out. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, that's where we're at right we're now. I think we're just trying to figure it which, all out. Which like I try not to comment or hate. Not not, not hate. I really don't try to hate. Um, but like get involved in it. You know what I mean? Like right. like whoever's oh that's wrong for this. Like well, that's that opinion. Oh this is right for this. No that's that opinion. Right. Well, fuck it. Let me keep going. Who the fuck it's cares? Like, it's like uh, actually what, what I feel like that's absolutely right. Whenever yeah. I, whenever I hear shit like that, I'm like thank God I don't have to make that decision. Yeah. Because no matter what decision you make, it's well be you wrong. decide to put it on there if you you know if it's online or whatever. Right. Exactly. I'm just that's like fuck I, it. I never I never comment on. Any yeah. Of I try not like, to, but yeah, there's just sometimes. I, I do. For, for your for your exact <laughs> reason. Really. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're gonna, I know. Yeah, they're gonna come after yeah. you if you been, agree or disagree, dude. I'm, I'm fucking I'm a, what am I? A uh, troll. I've been told that I'm a troll on there. On yeah, I mean, my in, social media in, sometimes. Uh, in 50 years, when you're finally uh, promoted to assistant manager of a, of a subway, yeah. you're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> you have a problem with this guy sucking that dick? Yeah, you're gonna. You're fired! Yeah. <laughs> you know what? what so, something else I heard. None of this is. It's comedy based anymore. We're kind of just going off yeah, topics. Yeah, we just yeah, really whatever. Don't mind. It. Um, but I heard recently that there's this who somebody was on Rogan's podcast. Do you ever listen to Joe Rogan's podcast? Uh, every once in a while. There was somebody on there. He had a scientist on there, and the guy was talking about how we have 12 years left. Oh yeah, as yeah. far as how we doing with pollution and everything. Oh yeah, before it's, it's before irreversible. We, yeah, be, before yeah. it's irreversible, and before it starts like causing real damage to where. We're not gonna be. We're not gonna have the the ability the ability it, yeah. to, to like um, mass produce food anymore. Sure. Shit's gonna shit's gonna start getting more and more um, yeah. hard to find. What what do you do? You, do you, what's your opinion on on a situation like that? Like, um, uh, I, I mean, uh, like like uh, it's like there's no for me there's no argument about whether or not it's happening or whether or not it's man man made like a man a man caused uh, crisis like there's no there's no everything that i've seen um uh the the the, the sources that i that i trust tell me that mm-hmm. and and people who i respect who have a greater understanding of how science and um how 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 the scientific community uses evidence strongly suggests that all that's true that is the most diplomatic way of saying like we're yeah we're doing it so the problem is that i don't think the the cynic in me or maybe like the pessimist in me says that like we're not gonna we're not gonna do anything about it no um, it's, it's, it's gonna, gonna take until catastrophic events happen like so we finally start figuring out i mean just look at what all the hurricanes are happening this year like 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 one after another going through like the same areas uh, there's another tropical storm that's about to form, like in the exact same area of like the Bahamas, mm-hmm. like western coast or eastern coast of Florida. Man, it's just gonna keep keep ramping up. Houston's gonna get hit more. New Orleans, uh, the east coast is just gonna keep getting hit. We're just gonna like as you as you guys watch with our politics, man. Our politics are just so um, crazy. There's like both both sides are so are so tied to money interests that that there's no they don't have any incentive to do anything about it to do any sort of even like alexander ocasio cortez and like the like the really far left people they are so they're so uh blind to political reality about how the country works that they they don't know how to talk to the country in a way that um that convinces like you know like the rednecks of like eastern oklahoma 
who will also be affected by it. They can't talk to those people because they're so rooted in their own bullshit, you know, uh, you know, divisive politics, just like uh, the people on the left, uh, on the right. I think the people on the right are more flagrant in their, in their, uh, like, lack of morality, whatever. But like, man, the money until like literally until we get money out of politics, which is never gonna happen. If if until we get money out of politics, gun control is never gonna happen. Um, uh, like lasting climate legislation, whatever is not gonna happen. I'm not being very funny right now because like no, it's, it's no, so, no it, it pisses me so off so much to watch like the democratic <laughs> debate and all this stuff yeah. because I'm watching like I think Bernie's great. I think that Elizabeth Warren's great. Um, um, I even like like the more moderate Democrats, but they just they're so out of touch with America. They're so out of touch with with middle America, like the people that we live around. You know. Yeah. They, they will never be able to to talk to any of these people about these issues. Yeah, I'll go a step further and say just just in general, people are out of touch with people, man. It's fucking nuts. Like, well, I mean, we, we, we don't understand each other for sure. We're not going to. But then for us to want to change, unless we find something out of it, we're not going to want to change. There's no, there's like, why, why change? You know, like that's exactly. kind of like most people from their perspective is like, I'm going to take care of my family. I'm going to do whatever. I'm going to, I'm going to protect myself and my family. And that, that type of thinking is, is that type of thinking is exactly why, like we don't get each other. There's no empathy. People are, man. The United States is like a stubborn man who doesn't want to go to the doctor. And then something really bad happens to where they need to go to the doctor. And they put a like, band on it. Fine, I'll go to right. the doctor finally. And they'll get medicine, and they're like, "Oh, I'm starting to feel better." And they're like, "Because I feel better, I'm gonna stop using the medicine." One thing that has been bothering me lately: for one, Trump actually thought that maybe they could use a nuclear weapon to stop a hurricane. It's so stupid to think that. Did you know that he said that? There are so many. There's so many things like that. Every (laughs) single week, like like stories will come out about like buying Greenland, Uh like using nukes for the like just like. Like stuff that like I mean it's so I like there I there has to be a reason why they like the White House lets that out and I really do believe like this idea that like they're just like distracting it's us just from yeah, propaganda it's just, it's just propaganda yeah. it's using us to distract and then whenever something like that happens man then like all of the all of the liberal progressives are coming out like hey look at like look 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 at this like like Trump is obviously like crazy or stupid. And while then, they're signing stuff behind the while door. they're doing all this other stuff mm-hmm. and 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 all the progressives so they're like yelling at trump and then trump can be like oh you know look at them they're overreacting and then yeah. that fires up his base it's like yeah. it's just yeah that's so I'm, I'm wondering like what <laughs> what's happening right I, now I hear you, I hear you. what's happening right now is like why did he do bring up this whole vape thing i feel like every time he brings up an issue like that that's, there's something something that he's trying to keep but us see this is politics in general man like i've always said it the president is a puppet you know, he has whatever he can do or whatever. But either way, they're, this is always look at me here yeah. while I'm doing this here. Yeah, with the other guy. Yeah, because yeah. uh, yeah, as far as like the vaping thing goes, I mean, we have a way bigger problem with opioids. Dude. But he wants to attack the vapes, well, the, vape, the, the, the tobacco company over vaping. Because the pharmaceuticals aren't making money off of that. Yeah, man, there, like, there's so much money in You think in so? Big pharma. You think maybe that's why? That's actually, Far- actually not a bad ph- idea. Big pharma Because if people just... are not smoking as much and staying healthier because of vapes, 
then maybe the the big farmers are like, hey, there's too many healthy people. They don't have as much chest oh, problem as we used to have. No, man, but that's that's exactly how the the the, the opioid epidemic started. Not because there were more sick people, but because they they created a product that healthy people or healthier people could use and mm-hmm. they get addicted to. You know, people who didn't have people who had chronic pain that two decades ago wouldn't have been you wouldn't have gotten medicine for yeah then they created a medicine for that thing that didn't have medicine before and oopsie daisy it just so happened to be highly addictive and And they give you a stronger dose than what you need and all that good stuff did you know that if 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 somebody's on fentanyl which is like that that one opioid that can fentanyl uh if somebody's on it and you go to help them like this is happening with uh, paramedics and, and police officers they go to help them they'll get Fentanyl through skin to skin contact, and then they can have a uh, uh, they can have addiction. A, a, well, they they might have an overdose uh, reaction to it because uh, it's been happening. I listened to uh, this what podcast. they're getting overdose by touching people's skin. <laughs> yeah, because That's crazy. Like, it'll be in their sweat glands. And yeah. I, I I first heard it on uh, on Radio Lab. They did a podcast. Radio Lab did a podcast. You ever heard yeah. of Radio Lab? Really I, I know of it. Yeah. Yeah, and. And I was like, what? I was like, so now this guy who was a paramedic who um, was helping this person who was, they were like drenched in water and he went to help them. Next thing you know, he started feeling sick and he didn't know what's going on. And now that person is in, is like getting, uh, it's getting jail time for helping, for them helping and for the, getting help from the ambulance. Uh, person, I don't uh, know if you so, should jail them, but yeah, it's well, I mean, and that's like, I mean, that that's like that's like uh, like paramedics going to help like a heroin addict, and then like getting like heroin through the skin, you know, like that's like, ugh, God, that's I know, shit, and so that shit's crazy, but like, now you have like junkie paramedics running around like <laughs> yeah. wanting to help. Let me help you, man. Yeah, let me help. Let me help. Wait, is that is that overdosing? Can, can I help? <laughs> anyway, fix. are you sweating? <laughs> <That's> <laughs> not it's like it's like uh overdose uh, i'm pushing the car there <laughs> overdose people on fentanyl overdose people on fentanyl are like the new toad oh man that's, <laughs> that's crazy you go looking for one second like, yeah. i'm balls now i told you i'm fine now it's my five o'clock oh, i gotta get man. this oh shit it's time hilarious. for me to lick you um what else can we talk about before? Because we're going to wrap up here in about 10 what? or 15 Already? minutes. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to... I mean, we can go a little longer now. Yeah, I'll wait to the new thing for a minute. Um, what else has been going on? Let me see. We talked about that. We talked about... What's your future in comedy? What do you, like, you want to grow into? Uh, I I don't know, man. I don't know. Because I, I, I love it so much. I... I it's. I think it's the first thing in my life that. I don't know. It's the first thing. It's the first thing in my life that. Um, that I felt. I felt like it like checks all of my boxes. Like all the boxes of the, of everything that I want to do. And you know, I, I I want to perform. I want to be creative. I wanna. I want to entertain people. Um, I also like. I love like the lifestyle. Um, I love like late nights, like like the hours are totally my. Hours. You're a night owl. I'm a night owl. Yeah, um, cool. I hate. I can't stand waking up early. I hate it. I, I, I have a nine to five right now. I like my job, but like waking up early is, 
Man, I, I insane. Like, my weekend is wake up at four. Oh man, I'm up. I'm I'm never going to sleep. I'm I'm up at one. Like right. I'm I'm just a night person. Because you're yeah. With when when you have a job like that, you just like stay up. You, you, like it's almost like easier just to stay up and then like catch up on sleep like two days later. Yeah, that's what I do. Like on Monday, I'm. It's so so. I say all of that, but then like I'm kind of worried about. I'm kind of worried about the business. I don't know if I can make it. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if well, I. Well, I mean, have, if right? it's fun, then it doesn't matter, right? Like for I mean, sure. I mean, you need to eat and whatever, but you know. Yeah, for sure. I think that that's that's really like that's the decision that I have to make. But the yeah. but there are a lot of people. You know, there there are a lot of really great comedians here in DFW who I respect that have day jobs and they have families and they're also working comedians they're touring they do their they do their stuff there are a lot of comedians in dfw that, that live that life so I, I really respect that i have to figure out if that's if that's in the future if if i want to if i want to pursue comedy which i'm really i'm actively thinking about i'm thinking about trying to imagine i'm talking to people um then i would, I would move to new york because new york is for me that's that's what comedy that's what comedy has always been. <clears throat> yeah, I, I was told that if you could before, and I've been told by a lot of people like Butch. Um, I had this one comic who's the twelve-year veteran. Uh, did you see him by any chance? His name was uh, Colin Williams. Yeah, you told me about. I, yeah, I, I, he told me the same thing though. Yeah. But they, him and Matt also, um, and somebody else told me though, like before I decide to go anywhere like that, New York or whatever, or or, or LA. LA to like first get like two three years in the comedy and, and work your hardest to become an MC. Yeah. like if you can become an MC, you'll have that uh, as a as a, like you can add that to your resume in comedy right and that that really helps you and you're not going over there with just uh like because if you go over there without some of that you'd kind of be like starting all over in comedy for and sure they're like no yeah. just get your get your MC. even colin was all like you know stay here do as much comedy between you know, between three and five years. Get to know who you are on stage. Uh, be, become an MC, maybe be a feature, and then decide to move somewhere like that. To yeah. <clears throat> Butch says that here's just fine. He's like, stay here. One of the biggest places in the U.S. to do comedy, mm -hmm. which is kind of true. Um, it is, yeah. yeah. It's absolutely true. I just feel like as far as like um, if you want to do more with comedy, as you know, bigger shows, bigger audience but also maybe do like writing scripts for a show or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, LA or New York would probably be a little stronger than that. Here's nice. good comedy. It is. Great comedy. Yeah. But as far as like uh, becoming a writer for a show or something like that, I yeah. don't know. I don't see that too much here. No, if you have any other ambition than stand up, then New York LA is, a, is yeah. a set. You can't, you can't get those jobs from here. Do you, do you know, do you remember, um, oh, I can't, I can't think of his name right now. Uh, Jewish dude. <laughs> Joseph Rosen, Rosen yeah, Joseph Rosenzweig. Yeah. Uh, the reason, one of the, he's doing a lot of mics over there. Yeah. But one of the reasons why he's doing really good is because he has so much, uh, so much um, background in film here. Right. He had a lot of background in film here. So yeah. when he went over there, he gave, yeah, he gave them yeah. their, their, he gave him his film credentials. Yeah. After somebody saw him on stage, but it's his film stuff that's helping him get more. For sure. Not really his comedy. People like For his sure. comedy, but his film is what's getting him out there. So yeah, I'm kind of the same way. I do. I I make I produce videos for my job uh -huh. i produce like training videos so i'm kind of i'm kind of thinking along the same lines of like that if i if i go to new york then it, that's that's the job that gets me there and then once i'm there then it's then comedy is like the 
mm-hmm. like the aspiration, you know. Cool. But like my to answer your your original question, like my my aspiration is like I want to be paid to do comedy every night. Like that's that's what I that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? Like and I feel like that's like that's the difference between like here and uh, LA and New York. It's like mm-hmm. uh, either of those places, but especially New York. Um, if you're on if you're on the, the level of uh, someone who gets booked at uh, as a national touring headliner or something like that, you know, like think like a do you know like Mark Norman or something mm-hmm. like that, like someone like Mark Norman, um, who, I, who I love, I, I think that he's he's incredible. Um, getting on getting on that level or thereabouts. Uh, then when you're in the city, when you're in New York, like during the week or something, you can you can go up every night and get and still get paid to do it, and that's how you you like you, all of that money kind of goes into the same pot to make you have a living, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, what about uh, you? I I've never asked you. What, what's yours? What's my yours? Uh, because I I don't want to tell everybody all over again. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I've talked too much about it. But I uh, I would like to get paid for it, of course. But for me, it's like, I just want to be happy doing something that I really enjoy. Yeah. So if I can just keep doing this forever and then, you know, make some money off of it, cool. Um, I am going to get better at the business aspect of it yeah. with a little help from a friend of mine who's going to um, just do some things. Like, uh, he's going to add, uh, like, a booking spot on my website. Good. So where people can, if they want to book me, they can just go there. Um but I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't want to, I don't need to be famous. Yeah. And, but I do want to travel because I want to just see different spots and do comedy throughout the United States. Yeah. Um, but, like, I guess the way I see it is, like, I, if I don't put it on a pedestal, I, I might, I'll enjoy it more. Sure. Once, once I get there. Sure. But I feel like if I did put something, like, I, you know, I, I can't, I, I want to be I'm gonna be super famous. I'm gonna make a lot of money, and, and I know I'm gonna do this. Yeah. And, and if it, and I feel like if I start putting it that, yeah, into that mentality, it starts not being so much fun. But fame, fame, like if if, if anyone is in this, I mean, I, 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 here is a person who's been doing it for like a year saying this, but but you just hear again and again, if you're doing it for fame or money, you're you're insane. You're like the probability, <laughs> the probability of you of any one of us. Becoming famous, whatever that means, is so insanely crazy. It's like that's not that's not the aspiration. The aspiration should be like like you say, be being funny, having a good time, like being being really satisfied with how you're doing, making progress, all these things. Like that's that's how if fame does come, that's how it comes. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it does, but whatever. But there is a space that people don't talk about. There is there is a gap between like famous. And then there's there is a pool of comedians in the country who make a living off of it, who mm-hmm. do work, and they're working comedians, and that's their job, and that's where I want to be. Fame, whatever, screw it. Famous, fame is only for me. Uh, I think Pat Oswalt said this was like, for him, he saw like all of his TV, Ratatouille, like all these like films and stuff. Yeah. Like he saw all of those as ways for him to keep doing stand up. Because all of those things got people to go see him do stand-up. And that's yeah. what he wants to do. And that's kind of how I feel. If all, if those other things come, whatever. I want to do stand-up. <laughs> Peyton Oswald, he's hilarious. I've been listening to him for a long time. Dude, his albums are insanely funny. Yeah. They are... Like, they're... they're have you listened to his... Uh, have you listened to... 
uh, do you listen to the Good Ones podcast? No, I need to. Maybe I should check it out. So he, man, he talks about. Um, uh, so the Good Ones podcast is like this podcast that talks about. Uh, it's like comedians talking about a specific joke that they wrote, uh-huh. and he has a joke about um, uh, off of Annihilation, which is uh, which is the Polish woman of death. Do you know that joke? No. It's like how like he he like when his wife died, at, like right after his wife died, like this Polish lady like at an airport like 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 reminded him and his like daughter like on mother's day or something that like his wife died or something i don't know i can't remember it's oh i think i did hear that yeah and he's like talking about it and just like the way that he the way that he like does that voice is like i don't know like the energy that he does it is is insane yeah yeah is that the same one where he talks about uh where he sees like this short black dude and he gets bumped into by this white guy no that no that's that's the same one that's a different joke okay because I remember that one he also mentioned how his wife had died yeah. from cancer recently or I think it was recently yeah it was like it was a few years back but yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. one where he one of my favorite lines is where he <laughs> I, I forget what the premise of the joke was but he was like you hit a midget with a hammer he turns into a thousand gold coins <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I remember that, that one. See, that's how long ago that was when you could yeah. still use the word midget. Yeah, yeah, you could still use You it. can't use that word anymore? No, it's, 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 yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's uh, Can I use the, the... I don't know if you want to cut the episode, or can I use the bathroom? No, go use the restroom real quick. We'll, we'll still go another... I, I have heard that before. You can't use that word anymore? Midget? No. It's not... You know, you're not supposed to use it. But there's a lot of words you're not Why? supposed to use anymore. It's, uh, it's not PC anymore. Man, people are just too fucking sensitive. Yeah, you, you, like, uh, you fuck. No wonder I stay in my fucking closet. Yeah, and shut when the it comes down door. to things, you can stay. You know, one of my homeboys, Matt. I'm. I think you have you met Matt. Oh. Or Matt McLuhan. Probably. He uh, he got in trouble for saying Eskimo. I don't know. Oh Matt. yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember him saying. Yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, I think Eskimo, I, yeah. and then like uh, now they're supposed to be called like First Indigenous or something like that. Um, I just don't want no part of it. <laughs> I, uh, go to my closet and yell fag, fuck, you know what? retard, I got, and all that shit. I got told at an open mic that I made a joke about the El Paso shooting. And part of the joke was... Okay, well, I understand people getting mad about that. Okay? <laughs> like, okay, you don't make fun of people, you know, tragic not, shit. Why not, man? <laughs> well, I mean, I mean you can, but I'm just saying. like, um, That's like, something to get mad about. You know what I mean? <laughs> People dying is something to get mad about. Uh, like I, I said, uh, the El Paso shooting. I heard it was like twenty-two people died, and I was like, it would have been a lot less. But it's hard to run and hide when you're in a cart, electric motor cart. Mm-hmm. You know, Walmart, there's a lot of yeah. people. And then uh, I was like, <clears throat> and I said, that's why I like to shop at Whole Foods because you people are not going to sit there and kill your own. You know, the which white people. Yeah. And like, and and then, uh, but like I said that, and then this guy was all like, "Oh man, that's too far." Too. I was like, "Did I go overboard?" He's like, "Man, you went way overboard." And I was like, <laughs> "Well, let me like, go a little okay. step further." <laughs> <laughs> but he, but then here again, the same guy that told me that, I later find out that he's a Joy Diaz fan. And I'm like, you're gonna wait. I'm too harsh, and I say too, and I and I cross the line. But yet you're a Joey Diaz fan. That dude is nothing but crossing the line over everything he says. Do you ever listen to Joey Diaz? Uh, I've I've never listened to like his albums or anything. I've seen I've seen just like clips of him. Oh well, yeah. he's pretty. Yeah, he's pretty harsh, hardcore with what he says. 
Dude, have you ever listened to Gilbert Gottfried? Yes. Dude. He says some insane he things. He says something crazy. I think what? we allow it because of his voice. He's got, <laughs> he's, like the he's got like the craziest version of that joke, the aristocrats. Dude, have you? I want to write something to overtime. How do you him. know about that? How did you find out about that? Um, I think YouTube. I just saw it one time and it said Gilbert Gottfried, the aristocrats. And I just played it. That know. is hilarious. So, dude. Uh, the, the podcast I just mentioned, Good Ones, they just had an episode about him talking about that joke. Yeah. And how, like, and and how, like, the joke, like, came about, like, over the course, like, the tradition of that joke and everything. But then, yeah, his version is, like, is, (laughs) did you listen to the album version or the version that he did at the, the roast? I think, um, I think it was one he was, it looked like, from what I remember, it looked like he was in, um, he was sitting at a desk and he was just talking to the camera. Yeah, I think that's um, that's uh, the roast of Hugh Hefner. So that 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 became a thing because uh, you know Penn Jillette. Yeah, I know Penn. So Penn Jillette did a documentary about that joke mm-hmm. because like Gilbert Gottfried has a really famous version of that joke that you mentioned. But I mean, it's like it's just a really famous joke. Do you know? Do you know what he's talking no. about? So there's this joke, and for the for the for your twelve listeners at home now. Damn right. 12, 13, 20, Proud 20. of those twelve minus ten. <laughs> minus the Hey mom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a, this ver- there's a joke called the aristocrats, and it's the the, the like I'll just tell real, or like the, the the setup of the joke is that uh, a talent agent is in his office, and a family walks in to the talent agency, and the talent agent asks what their what their their talent is, and then the family just starts to do. So, so the, the point of the joke is that like, is that then you, you have like the family just do the craziest shit you can imagine. Like they're like, they're fucking each other. They have animals like involved. Yeah, there's a dog there's, or somewhere. Like there's shit. They're, like you're just supposed to like, they just do all of the, and so the comedian just like makes up like the, the craziest shit that they can think of mm-hmm. that the family does. The crazy, funny like shit. Mm-hmm. So like incest, like all of this stuff. And then, at, and then, um. And then at the end of the joke, the talent agent goes, uh, well, that's quite a talent you have there. Uh, what do you call your act? And the family goes, the aristocrats. <laughs> and then that's the end of the joke. Yeah, it's not really, it's not really a punchline to say the aristocrats, but it's like its own thing that I to see how gross you can make it. It's, and apparently he's, he's one of the top ones that made it that. So what is his? Yeah. So he, his is like he he just like so again like it change it change he de, it changes from telling to telling because mm-hmm. like you just you literally just make up the crazy like and I'm in the moment you just make up the craziest things that you can imagine. Is it always does it always start off with a family? I think yeah, it's always a family that goes into like a talent agent's office, and then what the family does is like is like what's like what's crazy like your version of it so gilbert godfrey's has like he has i don't know how much how many rules we could break, we can break with that <laughs> don't worry about the rules it's all right. <laughs> let's just keep talking about it. let's do it i don't need to break the the illusion but we ha- we've been acting under rules uh <laughs> this is scripted word is, for word <laughs> word for word we actually have yeah. I have, like, I'm, I'm teleprompter. Yeah. What's that word? I can't. <laughs> so, but the version is uh, the version that he tells is like the family's like having sex with with like the the dad is like fucking the mom who's fucking the son who's fucking the daughter and like they're like fist fucking each other's like assholes and like all this like crazy shit. Yeah. And then like rats come 
and like the rats are like are like fucking the family and then like they get like decapitated like and then like <laughs> like there's like there's like a dog who's also like yeah. <laughs> there's what i think like one of them's like the dad like fucks the daughter who was a virgin and all this like the, they're like it's, they're talking about kids they're like between yeah. the ages of like five and twelve i recall yeah. And they just go into all kinds. It's like there's blood because she was a virgin all over his dick. And then there's and then there's shit involved and scat and and yeah, like you said, the dog, fucking yeah. somebody and, and and. So the reason why it's funny is is I I mean, whenever you have to say the reason why it's funny, it that's always dangerous. But like like when you hear Gilbert Godfrey because it's his voice, you know Gilbert Godfrey's voice. Yes. So he's just like. And then the dog eats the pussy and like all this like crazy like the like the wildest shit, and the audience like and like as time goes on, the audience realizes what's happening and that Gilbert Godfrey's just making up like the worst things imaginable, and then like everyone's just like he's he's just killing it, and uh, and and then like kind of like by the end of it, like they want him to like get as gross, gross as possible, and he gets like he really like like we've just like hit like the top of the iceberg of like some of the crazy shit that he says. So, so uh, why did we bring up the Aristocrats? Oh, I, I just re- brought up Gilbert Gottfried because yeah. I was listening to that. I was listening to that because, to that podcast because of the, the type of joke it was, and uh, and how like, uh, but yeah, like how like he's like he's like he actually might be the the nastiest comedian I've ever heard. Yeah. Oh, we're talking about him because of Diaz, yeah. Joey Diaz, but he's actually he's actually the nastiest. Like like that joke is like probably the nastiest thing I've, I've not I've ever heard, but definitely her on stage. Like that yeah. was. That was insane. <laughs> it was. And, but yeah, awesome. just to hear go, the Aristocats. <laughs> yeah, at the end, you just... Like, so proud, the way he said it. Yeah, and his eyes were all squinty. Like, yeah. That's his closer. The, the, the version that they were talking about, the album, it was his closer of mm-hmm. that show. So he just like he just goes like, the Aristocrats, thank you, everybody. <laughs> and then like that's the end of the show. And so he ends on like the... Like it's like it's like every Saw movie combined with Human Centipede combined with like it's like it's like <laughs> hostile with hostile with like every like torture porn combined with like I need a oh, what was that name. podcast name again? It's called Good Ones. The good, good, one, good one pod, The Good Ones podcast. Okay, it's great, man. It's yeah. really, really, really good. Cool. Uh, well, guys, that has been the Aristocrats podcast. The Aristocrats. Ah! <laughs> Gump, thanks for coming on. Um, real quick. Oh wait, do you want to do the Conan O'Brien question? Questionnaire? No. Nah, you cool? Okay, <laughs> cool. So let's give it this. I mean, next time I'll give you a heads up. But you know what? It, you know what it is, right? Yeah, you said that we like call in. Yeah, we, we call do like the call podcast. Call I've I've podcast. listened to that podcast, the complete thing. I've heard it once. Yeah, I don't think it's an actual. thing. I don't think it's an actual thing. <laughs> I, I think that like like I don't know. He's don't just know gonna reply to his text while we. It's fine. Sorry, PJ was calling me on the air. No, he wasn't. All right, uh, do you have any shows you want to? Talk about real quick or coming up soon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, okay, so this week I have um, uh, on Friday I have uh, it's it's sold out, so it's just basically like bragging about it. Okay. Hey, look go this. ahead, brag about this. Look at this. Look at this. Right. My uh, balls are dragging on look, the floor. Look at this. I have uh, what was the thing? Black balls. I feel like black balls black is balls. like when your balls are just so great that like they're just like huge and you know what I mean like they're just like. Like I man, I have black balls today. Like, like I think we we can coin that term. I, I think we just coined it. Yeah, term. I think that'll work. Uh, so I have um, uh, Gretchen's uh, bus show. I'm headlining the oh, bus show. Oh, you're doing this, that bus show. You're the first Friday. person I've heard that's actually doing it. Yeah, man, and I'll let you know. I'll, let me know next time I'm on. Dude, next time dude I'm you gotta back, come we'll on so we can talk about that. We'll talk about. I'm really excited. He wants to come back. All right, we got one. 
<laughs> uh, so I'm headlining that show on Friday night. Uh, the tickets are sold out, so suck. And then, um, but on on uh, on on Saturday night. So Saturday night is uh, is September. Twenty first, September twenty first. Uh-huh. So September twenty first, I'm in uh, Plano for. Do you guys know? Do you know Jordan Black? Yeah, Jordan yeah, Black. yeah. Jordan Black is doing a uh, birthday show. Cool. And it's at, uh, dude. If you just go for the two people listening, if you Google Jordan Black's birthday show, nothing twelve to two. Come on, twelve man. to two, two to twelve. For <laughs> two to twelve people listening. Yeah, that's our range. That's the We've range. never been past twelve. Uh, that's, one time. Hey, YouTube, YouTube, get to watch Korea. I've watched each video thirty times. Yes, he has not. That, <laughs> so that that is uh, that's Saturday night. Uh, Different I'm, accounts. I'm, I'm I'm doing the feature spot there. Jordan is headlining. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's gonna be a great show. It's in this like it's in this tiny little theater. I can't remember the name of it in um, in Plano. And then uh, and then Sunday night, uh, I'm doing uh, almost a comic mm-hmm. at Armory. Uh, okay. The almost a comic uh, show that Hannah O'Brien puts on. Uh, the legendary DFW Hannah O'Brien. Um, uh, I'm on that that showcase, and that's gonna be a great showcase. That's eight o'clock, Armory in uh, Deep Elm. Okay, cool, man, cool. Uh, any kind of shout outs you want to do? Do you want to shout out your your social media? Oh yeah, man. At uh, at uh, Jack John Freeman. Uh, so J A C K J O H N. That's why I can never find you, fucking Jack John. I was like, yeah, yeah. Why Jack John? Because my my legal name is John. Okay. So John Freeman is my legal name, but then Jack is my nickname. So I was just trying to think. Why is the nickname? <laughs> I never just, got nicknames. Just let it happen, dude. Nicknames are the same. I'm name so tired of trying to explain to people. Jack, John, John, Jack. It's just I don't know. I don't know. Just let it happen. You're JJ. I know it's, why. It's getting shorter. It's because you loved Jack in the Box as a kid. Oh, when you're right. drunk. Right. <laughs> as a five-year-old. I'm going to Jack in the Box. Oh, I'm John. Jack in the box. Oh, John, Jack. <laughs> Projectile vomiting on my family. It's Dude, Did thanks again. Uh, I'm about to hear a little bit. Thanks right. again for coming, man. And thanks, pleasure Alex. to have you on. Gump, thanks for showing up. Hey there, Pluto. I always try to. All right. And good night, guys. Man, 